Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, Milton. Hey, Bailey. What's your favorite cryptid? Oh, that's easy. It's the Mothman. He just shows up, warns you of danger, and then just leaves. It's literally me at any party. What about you? My favorite is Bigfoot. She's real hard to track down and much like me. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today during quarantine she's real hairy if you love all things strange and obscure then you will love the happily ever haunted podcast my wife bailey and my husband milton cover all things paranormal and beyond in a fun and entertaining way you can find our podcast on your favorite podcast app this july and remember those that haunt together stay together Hello, my friends. I'm CK, and this is Mirths and Monsters. 
Welcome to the final part of our investigation of the Bermuda Triangle. A quick recap from the previous episode. As we were travelling under the ocean blue, we got hit by something. Something very big. Turned out it was a vampire squid called Silas. Silas was the pet of two cats who could communicate by telepathy. These two beings then towed us to the gateway of their underwater home, but we couldn't get in unless we correctly answered three questions asked of us by a giant phoenix called Rhiannon. Luckily, Ray's Barry Manilow knowledge came in handy, and we finished the episode just as we were being taken in. It's that classic old tale, really. Now, let us continue with the final part of the Bermuda Triangle. I gather the crew around as we're being pulled into the home of the telepathic cats. Okay, you lot. Not that I think you wouldn't, but we really need to be on our best behaviour here. We may be some of the first folk who don't live here to see this place. What I'm saying is, don't steal anything. Okay, Ray? Not this time, puny model. You dig this place, don't you, wee lass? Puny model? We travel a little further, surprisingly smoothly considering just how bad the DeLorean actually was as a vehicle. We come to a stop. I check the screen. The DeLorean and the bell seem to be in some sort of huge room. Nothing really stands out. It's just a big white room. That is until vents open on the floor and the water starts to flood out. It only takes a few minutes, but this massive room, I guess it's some version of an airlock, a water lock, is empty of water. The bell, unlike my Aunt Molly, has a flat bottom and sits just fine. We stare at the screen as the gullwing doors of the car in front of us raise up and the two occupants pad out. They are tall, taller than even I thought, certainly for cats, especially as they're not walking on all fours but on their hind legs. About four feet in height, I'd say. And other than having particularly hairy lower legs... They look just like cats. Hey, you lot, are you doing okay? Not a peep. I look at them and they're in awe of the situation, but they all have excitement in their eyes. No fear. Just me then. Well, okay. The two cats come towards the bell and I can hear them talk. Beauty. So hard to get used to. CK, it is safe for you and your people to come out. The atmosphere is safe for you all. Ready, gang? Puny mortal, hurry! I push round the handle of the hatch until the lock slides back and I push it open. Ray is off like a shot. Bobby, Cass, up you go. They climb up me to get to the hatch. Now you, kiddo. I give the boy a wee hoist up and then he lowers down a paw to help me get out. Good boy. 
Ray, Bobby and Cass are already over with our hosts. Finn is impatiently waiting for me. Not quite comfortable enough to make his way over yet. It's alright, wee man. I know they're cats, but so are your sisters. And you dig them? True, true. He saunters over to our hosts, and while they might not be giving them baths any time, they are still more than cordial. Hello, and welcome to our home. My name is Mandy, and this is my sister, Sandra. Congratulations for passing the three-question test. You are the first in a very long time who have passed. Thank you. I am CK, as you know. This is Finn, Ray, Bobby, and Castiel. Can I ask what would have happened if we got a question wrong? I wouldn't. Good answer. We are now going to take you to our dad. He already knows you're here and is very excited to be meeting you. That is very flattering. Hmm? Oh, um, not you. This little one here. They looked down at Ray, who looked at me with what one can only describe as a smug-as-anything look. Well, oh, uh, yeah, okay then, that's fair. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, she did get the questions right and got us in here. It's no big deal, it's fine. They were all looking at me now. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. You have a lovely chamber here. Uh, marble? Let's go meet our dad. Do you have the doobly? Of course I have the doobly. Sandra removed a small black box from her fur that had two buttons on it. One red, one green. She clicked the green button, and as soon as she did... The vents on the floor slammed closed and the blank wall in front of us started to raise like the widest garage door. There must be way bigger crafts that come in and out of here than a wee diving bell and a medium-sized car. I saw Mandy lean over to Sandra, and even though my ear holes aren't great, I could just make out Mandy saying, You know we could have just used a door. You're showing off, aren't you? And Sandra replied, Would you shush? We never get to do this stuff. They're most definitely related. Follow us, please. We followed, and it was only then that I realised that they didn't have particularly hairy lower legs after all. They're wearing leg warmers. And is that... Yeah, I think they're both wearing one lace glove. Huh. Interesting. As I've mentioned... I was certain that this was going to be Atlantis. It turns out that it doesn't seem to be. But I had an image in my head of what it would look like. Probably an image that a lot of people shared. Basically, I thought that Atlantis would look like a mix of ancient, but definitely futuristic. You know, lots of pillars, but with machines and transport that came out of a 1950s B-movie or a cartoon. Flying cars that made that... Noise, but everyone wore robes instead of spacesuits. What we saw when we exited the chamber wasn't like that. 
For one, there was a lot more neon than I was expecting. I don't mean it was like Times Square in New York or Piccadilly Circus in London's fashionable West End, but yeah, good bit of neon. A lot less pillars. We'll take you straight to Dad. He's already done his disco aerobics, so he's free to meet you all. So, what do you think of the place, CK? It looks amazing, Mandy. Way brighter than I was expecting, I must admit. Lot less pillars. Ha! I told you, I win that bet. Okay, okay. What bet's that? Oh, that you would mention pillars. It's been a while since one of you humans have been here, but all the time with the... Well, huh, I expected more pillars. Hey, your voice. That was impressive. Oh, we can pretty much speak any language. Do most accents. When you've been around as long as we have, you have plenty time to learn. How long have you been around? Oh, ages. Literally. We've lived down here through a good few ages. We haven't always been here, though. No? Oh, no. We originally come from... Sandra! Shut up, shut up. You know that Dad likes to do that bit. Once you get going, Sandra, seriously. Sorry. I'm excited about the small one being here. Me too, but shush with the history. Dad will go scary. Well, this is getting even more interesting. What was Sandra going to say? We keep walking, and I'm trying to think of a good way to describe where we are. I've mentioned the neon, but the neon was more like an an addition to the buildings rather than in your face. Think of your own house, but with a neon trim all the way around the outside. The buildings themselves were really rather fetching in design. They were built on levels, but not directly one on top of each other. More staggered. Actually, I've just realised something. They're built like cat trees. Cat trees that cats play on, not cats. You know, you don't plant them and then cats grow. There is no grid as such when it comes to the walkways. Paths are all over the place. Cat's cradle style, if you will. Think about a big ball of wool that a cat's got its wee paws on, but the wool is made of red brick. It looks amazing. Shame about the pillars, though. Yes, yes, I have a thing for pillars. Is there a reason it's so quiet just now? Oh, it's nap time. There are a lot of those. Other folk will be out in the ocean like we were, hunting for food or taking their pets out for a swim. Normally we're not back this early, but, you know, circumstances have led us to here. Speaking of which, we are here. We had arrived at a very big cat tree. Glowing purple neon trimmed the entire thing. It was impressive and had a rather comforting hum. Or was it more like a purr? This is our home, Dad's place. Before you go in, you kind of need to know something. Our dad... He's sort of, well, 
He's kind of the king. We call him the top dog when he can't hear. <laughs> no offense. None taken. Your boyfriend. Okay, shoes off and let's head in. We all... T- well, I took my shoes off and off we went into what I guess could be called a palace. You may need to duck slightly. I didn't need to duck. I needed to get on all fours and crawl through. I was very, very tempted to meow, but that seemed weird. After we'd entered, I got back on all twos instead of all fours. I had a look around. It was a big, big hall with a lot of beanbags. It reminded me of the girls' room back at Casa CK, but obviously their rooms are smaller. There were portraits on the walls of, I'm guessing, Mandy and Sandra's family. Appropriately, very regal looking. I mean, cats can look very regal. Most of the time. That is out by the pool area. She pointed to the left of the room, near the back wall. I'm surprised there's a pool. Cats and water don't normally mix. It was then that I realised I was assuming that they were cats. Just full-on felines. Maybe they're an evolved version. Or they just look like cats. Mandy and Sandra led the way with the furry crew very, very much on their tails. Pun intended. Through they went, and before I got down on all fours again, I heard a very hearty, Hello! Oh, I see, a dog. Fascinating. It was a happy-sounding noise. I crawled through, and after I stood up, there was indeed a pool, but it was empty. Now that made a lot more sense. The booming voice came from the mouth of a five-foot-high grey tabby wearing a very cool robe. Yes, a robe. Red velvet, I believe, like my favourite cupcake. It's a pleasure to meet you, uh, your majesty. Oh, my name is Chuna. Actually, my full name is Chuna, with a hint of spring water, the third. But please, just call me Chuna. Chuna, I am CK, but my full name is CK. We thank you for allowing us into your home. Oh, we didn't let you. You got the questions correct. Had you got them wrong, you would have been toast. Are you okay? You've been awfully white. No, no, I'm fine. I looked at Mandy and Sandra. They had the decency to laugh in my face. Actually, it was Ray who managed to figure it out. She has a bit of a Barry Manilow obsession. Are you okay? Before I could even finish saying Barry Manilow, our three hosts bowed their head and seemed to mutter something under their breath. We are fine, CK. You see, the Barry Manilow has a special place in our civilization. I will explain soon enough, but first, let me have a look at you. As he said this, he picked up Ray, and she went willingly. You must be Ray, is that correct? Don't call him puny, don't call him puny. That is me, Mr. Juna. What the heck? 
No need for mister. We don't have misters or missuses down here. Just our names. You're the one who figured out the answer to the questions. Thanks to the belly Manilow. Totally, Juna. Isn't he the best? He writes the songs. As they were chatting, myself and the rest of the furry crew were pretty amused. Not in a mocking way. We're now in this place thanks to the Barry Manilow love that Ray has. Okay, little one, I'm going to take your dad and your siblings around the place. Then there was a beeping noise coming from the cat's waist. Oh, very sorry, that's my pager. Official business. Let me just quickly check it. He unclipped it from his fur, read it and said, Oh, that's good. Mandy and Sandra were looking at him. Nothing serious, my children. Mum's just saying she's going to pick up creamies. Oh, they both looked very happy when he said this. I have to ask King Juna. Sorry, Juna. The DeLorean, the Pager, the Neon, the Leg Warmers. Have we travelled back in time to the 1980s? I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm just... curious. Oh no, no time travel. We just love the 1980s. The films, the music, all of it. Not even ironically. You look confused. Or is that your natural look? No, no, you were right the first time. I'm confused as all heck. In that case, please, pull up a beanbag and let me tell you a tale. We all got settled into our beanbags, and I knew, then and there, that I was going to look really foolish when I tried to stand up again. Ah, well. You thought we were Atlanteans, correct? I did. I was so certain. I thought it was Atlantis and that the Bermuda Triangle was a security system to protect you. Ah, good theory. I will get to the Bermuda Triangle mystery soon, but for the moment, you now know we are not the lost city of Atlantis. What we are, are aliens. No way. Way? Well, I'll be... I let it sink in for a wee bit. But, as we all know, me and the furry crew come across the more unexpected of things all the time, so it didn't take long for it to settle. So, aliens? This galaxy? Yes, Pluto as it happens, which, by the way, still a planet as far as we're concerned. It had been our home for the longest time, but we fancied a bit of a change. Pluto was cold. Incredibly cold. Well, we got fed up with the cold and decided we should move our entire world to somewhere where we wouldn't shiver constantly. Our elders were suffering. The planet's temperature had been decreasing year on year, so we had to do something. Our scientists, our engineers, spent the longest time working on the best option of travel. What they ended up doing was creating a giant craft. It was basically a flying city that was propelled by solar power. Obviously, we needed a bit of a kick to get us going. The sun has less power out that way, you know this. 
So we used good old-fashioned rocket fuel to get us started, and off we went. Not a lot of friction in space. How did you end up here, then? Well, funny story. We were aware of all the planets in the cradle. The cradle is what Earthlings call the Milky Way. We actually meant to have a go at making Mars. Well, you lot call it Mars. We know it as more brown than red. We were going to use that as our new home. We certainly wasn't going to use Uranus. Honestly, what is wrong with you people? What actually happened was, well, as you can see, we are very close to the beings called cats. And you know something that cats really like to do? Oh, dear. You napped right past Mars, didn't you? Got it in one, old buddy, old pal. When we woke up, and, oh, before I continue, the sound of an entire world waking up, having a stretch and then cleaning themselves. Never again. Must have been a surprise when you woke up to see you'd passed your destination. Oh, it gets better. You have cats, you'll understand this. Not only did we nap through more brown than red, not only did we reach Earth, also known as, ooh, that looks a bit too wet for us, we crash-landed and didn't even stir for a week and a half. Whoa, that is a sleep. Hang on, though. You crash-landed in a craft that is big enough to hold a planet's worth of beings. That must have attracted some attention. Ah, you're thinking with the present-day head. When we crash-landed, all we disturbed were some really, really big animals. You've been here since the dinosaurs. Well, not me personally, but as a race... Oh yeah, you betcha. Big brutes they were. We still learn about them in school. Stegosaurus is my favourite. But yeah, we've been here for a long while. In this very spot. Well, it was a lot easier than shifting the ship. As you've seen, it's not small. It was then I realised that this entire structure that we were in was the ship. He saw the realisation on my face. Yeah. Big, isn't it? You're telling me. Well spotted. <laughs> I will get to giving you the tour, but that's going to take some time, so let me show you something very special. All of us walked along together. I had to ask. Juna. So, the 1980s. Ah, yes. As I said, we've been here for a long time. A very long time. And to be quite honest, it got a little bit boring and repetitive. But then, the 1970s happened. And the shiny, so much of the shiny. You know how we love laser beams. And then when the 1980s kicked in, oh, we were in heaven. You're old enough to remember the 1980s. You remember how glowy and 
Chaparral it was. Certainly do. It hurt the eyes at times. Also, I think I had a pink Lacoste cardigan at one point. Hey, nobody's perfect. (laughs) See what I did there? Moving on. How did you know about these things, by the way? I'm assuming you sent up scouting groups? Exactly that, to start with. Of course, nowadays we have scanners and satellites and stuff so much easier. We didn't really bother so much at this thought. Pretty much the only thing there were to see were dinosaurs, and they could squish us. So we kind of left them to it. Over time, the dinos moved on, as it were, and you humans started on your journey, and things got a bit more interesting. And on and on it went, assuming you have a bit of an idea of your history. A broad overview. Well, you can understand that from our perspective it was really quite dull. I mean, it did pick up in the 1950s when television started, and the 1960s got interesting. Not always in the good ways. But then the 1970s kicked in, and if you ignored all those brown cords, and saw the disco balls and the shiny clothes... We started to take notice. And then the 1980s. Oh boy. We were in a Nirvana then. Speaking of Nirvana, the 1990s didn't appeal so much. So we decided to stick with the 1980s. Suited us to a T. So many shiny things. The legworm was the Walkmans and the music. It was actually from 1978 that we started loving music. Exactly that little one. Come up here. Ray popped up on his shoulder, something that she barely does with me. I don't have the same love for Barry as she does, but don't tell her that, though. 1978. Copacabana was released by the Barry. He's basically our saviour. We take turns going up to the surface to go see him in Las Vegas. It's easy enough to disguise yourself. It's Las Vegas. We even did that trick of two of us going up, one of us standing on the other one's shoulders and wearing a long brown coat. And it worked! Seriously, it's Vegas. Nobody cares. I could see Ray's eyes light up. You want to go sometime, we won? Oh, puny mortal. We'll get something figured out, we lass. Don't worry. So yeah, we like the shiny, we like the neon, the tacky, the boogie and the moonlight. I have one more thing to show you that I think you'll love, but then it's nap time. We had arrived at a large building covered in posters of 1980s pop stars, Tiffany, Pet Shop Boys, Duran Duran, and of course, the body. Music store, I guess. Oh, roller disco. I thought it'd be nice and open the door for them, and then realised there were no handles. I was close enough that they weren't automatic, but they still weren't opening. I did notice some form of wording, not from any language I could recognise, though. I could read them, but I didn't understand them. There were four, let's call them words... And they said, 
Kufulusa. Kufulusa. Intriguing. Out of the corner of my eye, I could see that the king had glint in his, as did his kids. I was missing something here. He looked at Ray and said, I'll do the first bit, and you know what to do to finish it, correct? Correct. The king stood in front of the entrance to this place, and he started to chant. Ka, fu, lu, sa. Ka, fu, lu, sa. Ka, fu, lu, sa. Ka, fu, lu, sa. Ray, how totally loose. Of course it was Kenny Loggins. The entrance to this place now rose up, and I didn't know what to expect, and I still didn't, because it was pitch black inside. Mr. ZK, could you do the honours? I was confused for a second, but not for long. Think 80s, think 80s. You can do this, you've been there. Then it struck me. Of course. As soon as I did that, the lights started to come on, and there were a lot of lights. The buzzing of neon, the crackling, was almost drowned out by the electronic music. But it wasn't musical music, it was no record store. I looked around in awe as things started to come into view, and I swear I thought I was back being a kid again. There were arcade games all over the place. I could see asteroids, space invaders, Donkey Kong, Pac-Man. The cabinets themselves were shorter than the ones I used to play, but other than that, they were just the same from what I could see. I may be here for a while. Ooh, air hockey. Finn and the girls were straight in there. We had some games back in Casa CK, but nowhere the same as this level. There were rows upon rows of arcade games, claw-grabbing machines, candy floss, yes. I just stood there and took it in for a few seconds, but there was still something niggling at the back of my head. Then it finally clicked. Mr. King. Yes, Mr. CK? All the disappearances, the wrecks... The rest of it associated with the Bermuda Triangle. You said you knew the reason why. I do indeed, but you may not like the answer. Hit me with your best shot. Okay. It's really flipping big. That's it? Oh yeah, you betcha. There are some things down here, in the ocean, that could quite easily take down a plane or what have you, but they can't go up there. They would go... because of the pressure. The area of the Bermuda Triangle is truly vast. Over half a million kilometres, and I don't even need to tell you how many haars that is. And the weather can be beyond nasty. It's sad. 
but no more unusual than any other similar area. I must admit, after my research, I guess I knew it'd be something like that. Mind you, the lack of supernatural is more than made up by being here right now. I appreciate your hospitality, Mr. Juna. You're more than welcome, Mr. CK. Careful game of Pong. Don't mind if I do. And there you have it, my friends. I know I'm going to be getting a big tour of this place, and it's probably something that I'll go over again at some point down the line. But for just now, that's everything from the Bermuda Triangle. Now it's time for me to lose some coins playing Pac-Man. Now if you'd be kind enough to stay after the music, I've got some announcements to make about the podcast and the show. And new things to tell you. So, till next time my friends. Slancha. Your good health. Okie dokie, folkies. Thanks for staying by. I've uh, just a couple of things I need to tell you. The main one is, thank you very much for your patience. Well, part four has been overdue and coming out. The more exciting news is, I'm now back on Patreon again. The reason that I came off of Patreon was extra taxes for yourselves, but they've now rolled it back because it was a daft idea. So I'm back on Patreon again, www.patreon.com forward slash Mirths and Monsters. There's a few different tiers on there for you to choose, from $1 up to a special one of $50, and a lot in between. There's also a standalone $2 one where I read stories. It'll either be Sherlock Holmes or Grim Fairy Tales or there's a whole lot of options. That's only $2 a story. That's it. So it's something for you to can listen to or go to sleep to or your kids can enjoy. But yeah, so I'd appreciate it if you could check it out. That'd be wonderful. I also have a raffle going on. I have a customised Build-A-Bear. A Scottish Build-A-Bear. I'll put links in the show notes, by the way, for all these things. But it's a customised Build-A-Bear that uh, says, Hello, my friends, in my voice. And I'm having a raffle going on. All details, like I said, I'll put the link in the show notes. Click on that and it'll give you all the details of uh, how to enter, unlimited entries, all this kind of thing. So, yeah, it's a, a very unique prize. And it'll be going until the start of December. Because if it happens to be out of the UK that I'm sending it, I want to make sure that it gets there in time for Christmas, if that's what I choose for. And I think that's kind of everything just now. The next episode, I'm going to be doing the Roanoke Mystery. And that's going to be out in October. First week of October. Probably in time for my birthday on the 6th of October. Uh, I will update you on that 
uh, through either Twitter or Instagram or my Facebook page. It's uh, www.facebook.com. You know what Facebook is. It's Martha Monsters, a.k.a. Finn's Fan Club. On Twitter, it's Mirth underscore Monsters. On Instagram, it is at Mirth73. What it is on there. I have a website as well. It's www.mirthandmonsters.co.uk where you can find out all about the tiers, the level of tiers. You can listen to the show through there. There's a blog that I'll be doing. Um, lots of ways to contact me. So my email is mirthandmonsters at yahoo.com. Um, you can reach out if you've got any questions or anything at all. Just send a message. Get your reply. Um, thank you, everybody. Till I speak to you again, this is CK. Till next time. Daddy Fling. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.